El Camino People, de Podcast, Episode 25. Ultrella Fellow Pilgrims. I am Jose Maradnaz, your pilgrim friend from Pamplona, and this is El Camino People, the podcast. Today, in our show, I'm joined by Ben Sermona. He's an Hungarian student, he's from Hungary, from Budapest, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his research about the Camino Santiago for his college degree. He's actually studying to become a professional in the tourism industry, And he decided, after spending some time in Spain and also walking part of the Camino de Santiago with some friends in the, the school, to do a research about the motivations and different stuff that he will tell us more about. We will hopefully see him in the future with the results of the research, but today we will be talking about all those different motivations and why there's so many people right now that choose the Camino de Santiago to do their pilgrimage and also to study about it. On the other side, the Camino is still alive. We finally know that the Cruz de Ferro, it seems like it's not going to be touched. So thank you to everyone for signing up that petition. But there's still a couple of things that open. I don't know why, you know, it seems like we cover one hole and another one comes out. But anyway, thanks to, to all of you and, and keep fighting for what is the value of the Camino. And remember, if you want us to keep fighting and you want to help us a little bit, you have that coffee button over there help us to keep creating content and motivating other people to walk the Camino. Today we go now with the interview with Ben Sermona. I hope you enjoy. Hi everyone and welcome one more time to El Camino People, the podcast. Today we have a friend from Hungary. He's doing a research for his tourism studies. And um, we would like to know, you know, a lot of people always, we have these hypotheses, these beliefs of the Camino, and we know that yet he doesn't have the answers, but he will be soon. So we will be, you know, gladly waiting for those. Hi and welcome, Benza. Thank you for being with us today. Hi, good afternoon. And um, yes, I'm also, I'm also glad you invited me, actually. So uh, well, yeah. I was so surprised when I saw your, your post on Facebook, you know, that somebody that is in, in, in you know, in the tourism industry, because usually... All the studies that we see about the Camino de Santiago, you know, there's usually older people, you know, it's people over the 50s doing their PhD or, or researches, but I haven't seen anything done by anyone, you know, in college. And the other day I was contacted by some German school that they were trying to do like a, like a song or something, but never anyone going so deep as you go into your, you know, in your survey. What was the, the, the motivations? How did you suddenly one day say, you know, I'm going to do a research about the Camino de Santiago? Look, I mean, um, the answer is, um, is um, I don't know, like, um, I actually started to think about this in 2015, uh, when, I, when I just did a little part of the Camino. It was just 120 kilometers, and I went from Pamplona uh, till uh, Puente la Reina. And um, actually, it was with a small group, um, like, I don't know, classmates. We were 19 or something. And, um, and yeah, I mean, at that time, I didn't know it was going to have like this kind of an effect on me. But, but after that, I was like, like starting to think like, whoa, the Camino, I should do it. I should go from Roncesvalles until 
Santiago de Compostela, and it just really bugged me. And uh, and even though I cannot really like go there because of the COVID situation, mm-hmm. I would like to do something in honor of of the El Camino because it's really interesting for me. It is. It is incredible. You know how do you find out and everything. You know, at the end, it's something that is such an such an entity. But we forgot the the way we start with everyone that comes to to the podcast. It doesn't matter if it's in Spanish or English. Is the one minute questionnaire. So as you know, you know we will throw you questions and you will have to answer whatever first thing comes to your mind. Don't even think about it. One minute, and we'll see where you get it. Ready? Okay. Let's see. Your first Camino. Uh, Two thousand fifteen. How many caminos? One. Ultreya or Susella? Ultreya. One camino. One heart. One month to walk. Shoes. I don't know. Uh, a donation shelter. Uh, can you repeat it? Yeah, a donation shelter. Uh, albergue de donativo. Ah, okay. Um, five euros. A private hostel. Um, Pamplona. One city. Pamplona as well. One meal. Mm. Oh, can you repeat it? Yeah, one meal. Ah, uh, one meal. It's um, I don't know. Hills. <laughs> I saw um, one in the hill. One, finally, the last one, a memory. Hmm. Well, Logroño. Logroño, perfect. Say. Thank you. So, yeah. pretty, more or less, okay, you didn't go too far. But... Yeah, kind of, it just, uh, my, it my is. brain is stuck. <laughs> no, it happens, don't worry, it happens to everyone. Everybody's like, what should I say? I'm like, yes, whatever comes to your mind. So, you know, some people, it makes sense. Some people doesn't make sense, but that's the that's what is so that you know the whole idea is that to make something funny that sometimes you think yeah of something, the whole thing you is throw the it. association you make actually yeah so, yeah, so you know one of the things that I realized in the Camino that it, it's you know usually we realize the Caminos uh, a lot of Spaniards of course a lot of Italian a yeah. lot of German but there's also a huge you know Hungarian community there uh, did you discover the Camino while you were in Hungary was it something that you discovered in your time with this, that you were in Spain. Did you read a book? Did you watch the movie The Way? You know, a lot of times people have that trigger that is when they discover the Camino or some people, they just, you know, like me, it been the Camino all their life and suddenly one day decide to walk it. But how was it for you? When was the first time that you came in contact with the Camino? Well, it was also in 2015. Um, before that, I didn't really know anything about the Camino. I didn't even know it existed. So um, when my... I was in a theater group in, in high school and it was a Spanish theater group. And uh, we decided like, it was, it was a usual thing. We went to Spain to perform in a, in a couple of places. And, uh, and one of my teachers just uh, told us that, okay, we are, going to, we are going to do a little part of the El Camino. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I heard about it, but I just don't exactly know what's that. And, uh, and then she just uh, showed us the, <laughs> the movie, The Way, you know, with Martin Sheen. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we watched the movie, and we were like, oh, "Yeah, it doesn't really seem okay. seems boring." So it was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, why not?" And uh, and when we went there, that's when I, that's when I, I really like physically <laughs> uh, got, got into contact with um, with the El Camino, and it was much better than the movie actually. <laughs> so you never seen or have any contact in Hungary? You know, I know that there's the Camino is there. There's a big association. 
there is even a, a lot of a couple of albergues that they're run by Hungarians here in Spain. So, but never have that contact while you were in your in your home country. No, actually, before that, I didn't hear about that. I mean, up to that, I, I started to like pay attention whenever somebody was talking about the Camino, but but before that, I didn't even know what was that. So so yeah, but uh, actually, I found out I discovered it afterwards that uh, that actually many people just knew about it. It was mm -hmm. just me who was pretty uneducated in this case. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so but after that, of course, of course, I mean, a, a lot of times I heard about it. So what happened? You go, you know, you finished college, uh, you finished high school, you're into college, you're doing tourism, you are really into sports and do you have a, a subject that it was this? Is just this is your final thesis of your college years? Is this a, a school project? You know, I don't know. How did this uh, kind of like this study come out? Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually my final thesis. Okay, so um, it's going to be your final thesis. Perfect. Yes, it's going to be my final thesis. And uh, yeah, after that, um, yeah, we hope, I hope that actually I'm going to get my degree. <laughs> Whatever, I mean, it can, it can happen uh, anyway. So I, I don't know. Um, actually, I started to uh, talk about this and, um, and I had a subject actually that was called international transportation. And we were talking okay. about like way of, way of transportation mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to tourism. And, uh, and I started to just look into like how the El Camino, you, you can, how can you complete the El Camino? Mm -hmm. um, and um, I just found out that you can, you can go on a horse even, and you can yep. also sail <laughs> on mm -hmm. the Camino. And I was, I was like uh, quite uh, impressed about it. And I was like, oh yeah, so let's just do a presentation about this. And uh, I did the presentation and I was thinking that, okay, so next semester I have to start my thesis and uh, and yeah, I should, I should, I should do the Camino. I mean, come on. I mean, this is just so obvious that I should, I should talk about it and do my thesis about it. Do you, do you, yeah. do you have any other ideas about your thesis? Did anything else come out or was just the Camino? Um, yeah, actually I had another, another subject, which is like quite different. It's not really related to religion, not active tourism, not anything like this. Uh, it was Colombia. I, I wanted to do my thesis about Colombia. Like how uh, the Netflix series Narcos okay. changed the tourism hmm. in, in Colombia. Really interesting yeah. because, you know, that's one of the things that we see that tourism is really, you know, influenced by movies. As you say, you know, the way is yeah. one of the main things that happened to the Camino. Also the books. Yes. First, we have Paul Coelho with Pilgrim. That was the main reborn of the Camino. So it's quite interesting. Right now, you know, there's another Netflix series. Well, no, it's an Amazon series, Netflix, uh, Amazon series about the Camino de Santiago. And there is also one of oh. Netflix that it wasn't so popular with the Camino, but truly it's interesting, you know, how things like that can change the, the view of a country and people. Exactly. And, and also because, because, uh, the, the Narcos was actually a blockbuster and, uh, and many people watched it, many people just fell in love with the characters mm -hmm. and then also with the landscape. And, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why I found it very interesting. But yeah, in the case of the Camino, we can also talk about the way because because the way is also a very influential movie mm -hmm. when it comes to like new pilgrims, for example. Yeah, it's totally a new, so, a new a new way of tourism. The tourism, you know, associated to to movies and stuff, and even recreating in the place of the movie and everything. There's a lot of projects like that worldwide here. You know, mm -hmm. I heard a couple of those that you know recreating and making the people feel like they're back in the movie. So. And yeah. finally, you go and you go for the Camino. But the funny thing is that you haven't walked the whole Camino no, yet. <laughs> so Not tell us yet. about how did you find you got in contact with your Camino? What is you know a lot of people find 
that everyone that goes into the Camino has to go for the whole Camino or has to add you know, incredible experience. But in case, it's totally different, but it was enough for you to, to decide to do your thesis and to change your life in a way of doing it. So how was your first experience with the Camino? Well, it was, it was really amazing. I was already tired because we had a lot of actu actuaciones and <laughs> performances. We had, a lot of, we had a lot of performances in different cities, in Aviles, in Teruel, in Cuenca. So after that, we just went to Pamplona. We were already tired. Of course, we, we were 19 years old. So yes, of course, we had a lot of fun beforehand. And uh, after that, yeah, of course, I mean, I didn't really want to walk, I don't know, 120 kilometers. But then we, we arrived and started to walk from Pamplona. And uh, I don't know, around like 10 kilometers or 20 kilometers, it started to feel a lot better because even though we, we just usually walked just next to each other and we talked, after that, I just you know, like went alone with, with my music in my ears. And I just, I just started to think. And um, I, I just, I'm just really thinking right now that maybe for 1,400 kilometers, you can think of a lot of things. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did you do? I have done the French one, the Portuguese, the Aragonese, the, the Fisterra Muxia three times. I'm part of the Norte. Oh man. oh man! The whole problem with the caminos, you know when you start, but you never know when you. Well, you know when you end. You know once you are under the, <laughs> under the yeah. earth. But other than that, and I would love to. And that's as you say. You know, once you start walking and you start getting, is one of the things like with people that like to run. You know, you get that feeling that you need it. And yeah. right now, yeah. Just... I mean, I also have it actually that I just need it in my life because I think that everyone, everyone can just uh, just get to a point in their lives when when it's just necessary to do something different. Mm -hmm. So many people just decide because I think nowadays, and that's that's how I started my thesis actually, that, that nowadays in the 21st century, one of the one of the greatest diseases are depression, anxiety, and stress. So these kind totally. of things are really like haunting people. And uh, and whenever you just take a gap semester, a gap year or something like this, you should do these kind of things like El Camino. Mm -hmm. um, just It's really like like getting to know yourself a lot better. You know, it's funny because yesterday I was interviewing, you know, a totally person that is in the other moment of their life. They're a family that they decided to travel the world as a way of life. And we were talking about, you know, how for college it should be mandatory to take a gap year, you know, before you go from high school to college. Do the Camino, go volunteer and, you know, or even at the end of your college, you know, do the Camino, volunteer. And that's something that should be in your curriculum. I'm like, because at the end it really, as you say, you know, and, and it's incredible that comes from someone that is 23 years old, you know, because usually to have this wisdom is one of the things that, you know, people get with the age and usually we all go through the ages. But it's great that we see more people more, you know, going to the Camino, but a lot of people, they go more for the fun. But at the end, if you do the whole Camino, you're going to come out different no matter what. So, mm. yeah, that's, that's also my hypothesis. That <laughs> whenever you finish it, you're a completely different person. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's what I think about this. And so, uh, yeah, I... I I feel I feel that I feel that I need it actually. So yeah, I'm, I'm really planning to do it. So you are really into sports. You're really into traveling worldwide. Then you're finishing your tourism studies and your final thesis with the Camino. What is your thesis in the Camino? What do you think is is going on with the Camino? What do you think? What what is what are you trying to prove with your thesis? Well, I'm actually um, just uh, studying two main groups, um, and it's uh, the Generation Z. Mm -hmm. which is like the millennials, okay? And, um, and I'm also studying the generation Y. 
for for the people there is you know the, the the people that is over there a lot of people they still have a lot of trouble deciding which generation is it can you explain yeah. which generations with ages and what kind of people is this generations because i know a lot of people are going to be even myself that i work with this but some people they still have such a trouble with xyc millennials uh, baby boomers <laughs> okay um but actually, actually, like the difference between them. Actually, there are a lot of a uh, lot of studies and, and all kinds of all kinds of scales, like, mm -hmm. like which which is generation Z, which is generation yeah. Y, and some people call generation Z as as a generation Y one, and generation Y two is is like the generation Y in general. So I just really cannot tell you an exact thing, but generation generation Z is considered to be from from fifteen years old until until twenty five. And from 25 till 40 is uh, generation Y. So okay. that's uh, that's the, that's the difference. And, and from that is generation X, and then baby boomers who are who who just uh, I, I think it's during the war they yeah. they they well, they were born during that time. So that's the difference between them. And yeah, it's it's difficult. I mean, mm -hmm. if somebody says that oh he's he's from the generation X, I just really cannot tell like like how old that would be. So yeah. So why you decided to do the study around these generations? What was the, the thing, you know, that instead of doing a, a wall, you know, study, what, what, what is the main point that you're trying to, you know, to point out, to prove? Um, actually, first, uh, at first, uh, I talked to my teacher and my teacher told me that, okay, Bence, you have to focus on two generations. Mm -hmm. It's like a maximum, the two generations. And I was like, oh, but I, but I would like to do like something a little bit like more, you know, like all the generations or mm -hmm. the general motivation of people. And then she said that, okay, it's going to be enough to do like two generations. And uh, that's why, that's why I picked my generation and also the generation that is older than me. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think, I think it makes sense because, because that's how I can relate to more people in my generation and I can relate it to more to myself so mm -hmm. i think i think it, it really makes sense and also i think the gap between the generation x y and z um it's, it's huge and mm -hmm. especially baby boomers who are like a different kind of thing and of course you have <laughs> you have a lot of like from from the generation x and baby boomers as well at the camino but but also the younger the younger generations are going to be the ones replacing them and if, if we don't study them, then we are not going to find out what are the motivations, what, what should we change. Like the touristic marketing is also very important. Mm -hmm. so that's why I think, yeah, it, it makes sense in a way. So your thesis, what, what questions are you trying to prove? I guess you have, did, did they come from your experience in the Camino or there was something that you've been thinking about and trying to, you know, with the, the, the information and whatever you've been gathering? I have a lot of questions, a lot of types. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, um, first of all, the demographics. Like, okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty obvious. Um, I have a lot of Mexicans who filled it in. Uh, also, Argentinians, Hungarians uh, from England, France. So yes, that's that's also uh, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also Spanish people, a lot of them. And uh, and yeah, I have I have various questions. Um, for example. Um, I think I think one of the one of the most interesting is that uh, for me the, the way of Saint James is like very related with with uh, with the knowledge of the Bible, for example. Mm -hmm. And I just I just figure like how many people say that you are uh, they are they are uh, strongly they strongly disagree, for example. And then I can just you know like find out okay what what might be the motivation. And I have a lot tons of questions. Really. Mm -hmm. 
So the motivational, if it's really a religious journey or it has become more like a tourism or more like a personal or a spiritual? Yes, exactly. I mean, there's like a whole diversity because, for example, I had one question that I asked. Um, so for me, the Camino uh, is, is a place where I can just get closer to God. And there was like a wonderful diversity. You know, like many people disagreed, very, very disagreed. And many people just very, very agreed. And uh, it, it is really interesting. And it's going to be hard to, you know, find out like, uh, like really what is the main motivation? Because, yeah, it, it is difficult. So anyway, so when you did your Camino, what was your motivation? Like a lot of people, you know, what did you, what was your, I guess when you were here in Spain, just walking with your friends and then you just go for fun. And But what... As you say before, you were walking and then you find something different. Can you explain a little bit on that one? Yeah, um, actually, like during the first kilometers, I didn't feel anything, obviously. <laughs> uh, we're just you know, like... Floyd uh, tired and sleepy. <laughs> kind of, kind of. Um, also, we're a bit hungover, I, I could tell. Uh, and then... <laughs> that happens in El Camino, don't worry. That's, that's normal for every age, every once in a while, you know. A couple of more beers after walking 40k can can make a, anyone. Yeah, it, it it really like happened a couple of times, but uh, it, it wasn't like the main thing that yeah. we did there. Actually, we just uh, we just started to walk. It was pretty pretty um, surprising that you know like at 10 o'clock you you already had to be inside hmm. and and you had to sleep or uh, just not not to disturb the the other people who are there. And um, and yeah, maybe the, the one thing that is like really really um, an interesting thing to mention is that there were so many nationalities and there were so many people with different views and we just we just met them there we talked about a lot of things mm -hmm. and we just learned from each other and it was so good i i was like as i said i was 19 years old and uh, yeah i was like a sponge you know just uh, just getting information from other people it was it was very very nice and uh, yeah they finally they become they become they became like friends And, uh, and yeah, I was, I was so glad I met them there. So, and, and I was really, I was very, very sad that, that we had to go home uh, because, because they continued, obviously, but, but yeah, we, we, we couldn't. And that's one of the things, you know, I, I just have a couple of, of, you know, one of my friends that did the Camino with me, he had to left before arriving. He did it more than, you know, he walked almost the whole way, but he ran out of time. She ran out of time and she had to go back. What is the feeling when you get into, you know, the Camino, something that, as you say, you know, the beginning is, hmm. Here I am. Once you get going, is when it starts to get in, and then suddenly you were in your fourth, fifth day, and you have to go back home. How does it feel? How do you feel now when you think about it? Nostalgic, <laughs> mainly. Uh, yeah, very nostalgic. And also, I think that this feeling of like getting this emotional bond whenever I whenever I uh, think about the Camino, it's because of the people. The Camino wouldn't be the same without the people who, who walk on it. The pilgrims are amazing people, and uh, yeah, they are light. They are uh, they are very lovely, and they they are usually very open about their lives. And mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, the diversity. And I just love diversity. So that's um, that's why I, I when I walked in the Camino, uh, I was just truly amazed, and it opened my mind in, in mm -hmm. such uh, in such interesting ways. I just I just loved it, really, really. And it is different. And also the landscapes. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot to mention the landscapes. 
we were in Logroño, and Logroño is one of my favorite cities in uh, in Spain. Yeah, because of the tapas and the party. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Vines, you know, La Rioja is, is one of the best places to get some to pick up some some good wine of, of mm -hmm. Spain. So, so yeah, it was it was very interesting, very very good. Loved it. Really. What is your your best memory from the Camino? If you have to say, you know, one point, one moment, one day, one location, one. When you think Camino, what is the first thing that comes into your mind? Um, it's Logroño, basically. Logroño and Pamplona. Pamplona is, is because of its beauty and, and also like, you know, the um, those little bars, pubs, where you can you can get those tapas. And also, and also La Rioja was also the same kind of uh, Logroño, I mean. And mm -hmm. uh, my best memory was when uh, with my friend, we just stopped at the bar. It was, it was on, on the main square. It, we just went to the bar and we just drank a beer on the terrace, and that's my that's my favorite memory of, of the Camino. I mean, I mean, truly. No, no, I mean, and it, it is what it is. That's that's why you know it's some people have great memories of inspiration. You know, suddenly whatever, but that's the beauty. You know, everyone has their own. And when you think Camino, that's if that's what comes to your mind, that's what comes to your mind. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about your study. You know, what kind of questions or are you finding that people your your thesis, you know, your hypothesis is is being proof is not are you surprised by what people are saying or everything is what you expected well um yes i'm i'm a bit surprised i i thought that um, the major the majority of the people are not going to vote that that they are interested in religion um even though it's just um i don't know 262 results that i got but but i was quite surprised that even though religion was I, I thought that it was really off the table when it came to the Camino but it is really not and um, and yeah I mean of course the majority I'm not saying the vast majority but the majority says that they have like other kinds of motivations mm -hmm. but it is it is also like um, like a pretty pretty good amount of people that, that are saying that that religion is also like playing a role in their lives and, mm -hmm. uh, and it is important um, not especially Catholicism, but, but any kind of yes, religion. Yes, any kind of religion. Yeah. I think, you know, I did a, a research when I was doing a, an entrepreneur course, and my idea, I have an idea to create a, a, a product service for the Camino. And I asked, you know, and I found, what I found is really different that what you think at the beginning of the Camino is totally different than what you think at the end of the Camino. So a lot of people go to the Camino with an idea, but they finish with something different. And I think, you know, that no matter what people may go thinking to the Camino, that's just a sport or it's just, you know, a tourism or whatever, but NDRAMs becoming something much bigger, you know. And as you say, you know, don't call it religion, don't call it Catholicism, don't call it Christianism, call it just whatever, but there's something bigger there because if you're just mm -hmm. looking for tourism, there's so many other places in the world that they're much cooler, much better, they are different. So there must be something, you know, and that's one of the things that we would love to, to find out once you have finalized your thesis, you know, and read it, maybe we'll have to be there and... And ask you questions over there when you present it, but it will be yes. you know. So what is with the Camino that calls so many people? And I ask this question every time we do the podcast. I ask every question to every pilgrim. But how do you find anything that is totally you know out of the charts? You know, some weird uh, answers to the questions in your in your survey. Something that you say like what? Mm -hmm. um, well. I I am just right now analyzing the data, so I just really cannot cannot really say anything mm -hmm. about this. 
uh, which which would prove or, or which would give you an answer. Mm-hmm. But I personally think, and that I can tell you because, because this is my personal opinion, yeah. that uh, the El Camino is um, is really a mix of things. It is also tourism, active mm-hmm. tourism, that's how we call it. It is also retreat tourism, which means that uh, you are like, it's a transformative tourism. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also exists and they are they are very good. We have these detoxication hotels and they are trending right now very, very much. Yeah. And that's how you just, you know, run away from the world, run away from your responsibilities in a good way, in a positive way, mm-hmm. of course. And uh, you just run away, you, you leave all behind and you just get into a state which is like non-replaceable. It is really interesting because whenever you go to, for example, to the Bahamas or you go to Miami or whatever, yeah. whatever it would be, whatever, whatever you like, it is going to be different, of course, because <clears throat> El Camino is really like it has a purpose for every every person. And I think that purpose is to find something that is beyond you mm-hmm. or maybe it is you. But uh, but yeah, it is beyond those physical and materialistic things that nowadays are really trending on the world. And that's what it makes special. And also the social bondings that are going on there. And yeah, I I think this is this is the embrujo of the yeah. Camino. It is, it is truly. And and you know, being that you are now getting to, you know, you to be a professional in the tourism industry, do you think that now with the situation that we are living with the new generation that is your generation that is gonna be the new you know, the one leading the, the wall, that we are gonna be more prone towards this kind of tourism people are going to look more forward to this new way of doing things you know more with more impact more healthy more about you know the changing those things that you say you know getting together with other generations and i don't know how do you see that absolutely agree Uh, i i would say that uh, this is a trend nowadays and uh, we also studied about this that um, many people are not are not really looking for big hotels five-star hotels not even star hotels. That's why Airbnb is so uh, is so popular, and also like uh, farms and villages are very very popular because people want to go back to the nature mm-hmm. because because they are actually fed up with with all the things uh, that are so materialistic. Um, they don't want their asses licked. They just want to be there. They want to yeah. enjoy and and just uh, breathe in the whole the whole uh, ambient of that place and. Uh, you cannot really have that whenever you are in intercontinental or if yeah. you are in four seasons. That's yeah. a, that's a whole different vibe, and uh, yeah, it's it's a touristic trend nowadays. And I think uh, yes, if if the El Camino uh, has a great marketing in the future for for youngsters as well, I think it is going to be just more and more and more tourists. So yeah. yeah. So what what do you think? You know, I also think that also you know the the wealthy people are looking more for this experiential tourism. You know, as you say, it's not the big hotel; it's just a small. You know, we call it here boutique hotel or rural hotel, and that's kind of like something you know sometimes they can. But also, people are looking for the mix, no? As uh, so, you know, and the Camino offers you that way of you know one day I can sleep on the floor, the next day I can have a nice relaxed hotel, and I can have a good meal and also safe enough for for doing mm-hmm. all of that, no? Yeah, yeah, we can say that. I mean, it depends. It really depends on on the type of tourists we are talking about because we also have like a categorization of the type of tourists that that can that we can talk about, and also like in the boomers, for example, we have like um, like not the active boomers, but you know, like on the Camino, yeah. we we only have the active boomers and we only have the active generation X. So mm-hmm. we also have to segment those generations mm-hmm. into smaller segments. And uh, yeah, that's 
that's that's going to be different in every case. For example, I don't know if someone at the age of 70 who is very used to, for example, the uh, the comfort of uh, Intercontinental that is going to go to the El Camino. I mean, it doesn't make sense in a way, but yeah, we have to give the opportunity and we have to suppose that it would happen. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not general, I guess. So, so yeah. So, do you know, uh, have you done this, you know, kind of like research, you know, with there's many other pilgrimages around the world, do you think that the Camino, uh, all the other pilgrimages have the same? The Camino is special for something. We know that, the, you know, there's many pilgrimage even in Hungary there's some other pilgrimage over there so what do you think is going to be the new, the new trend you know are going to people going back out there you know doesn't matter where we are is COVID going to help us you know getting back to to walk you know and hike or hmm. uh, well hiking is, um, is 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 clearly better than for example handball because you don't have to have so many contacts um, <laughs> Of course, of course, it's better, but um, but yeah, the COVID situation is is clearly affecting everything and everyone. So right now, I would say that all the pilgrimages have these kind of problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just saw that, for example, in the El Camino, it was yesterday that uh, 15, 15 people finished the Camino that yep. day, and it is decreasing. So um, yes, it it has a bad effect, and uh, I I am really sorry about this. But but yeah, I mean. Talking about other pilgrimages, I think this is one of the most popular pilgrimages on the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, for example, we have the Mecca one, where, where you, you go to Mecca, and um, that is another type of pilgrimage. So I wouldn't really like um, compare it to mm-hmm. the El Camino. It is unique in its own style, and it also has a lot of parts in a lot of countries in Europe. That's what also surprised me, that it also has a part in, in Hungary, it also has in Lithuania. I, I mean, this is this is just amazing. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I think I think it's going to have a lot more popularity. But yes, the marketing is is nowadays everything, and also the yeah. PR activities. Yeah, I, I don't want to say like a lot of like economic stuff and marketing stuff because I also hate them. But yes, they are. <laughs> but that's the beauty yeah, of the Camino, are, no? With, without marketing and without anything, just because of one movie and and the mouth to mouth, it has become so huge. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, the mouth-to-mouth marketing is one of the most effective marketings in yeah. the world. <laughs> That's and, for sure. And yeah, I mean, it, it is very good. And also, like many people, just completes it, and then they just they just tell their friends that oh, it is amazing. You should try it. If you have three months and uh, you just finish yeah. your job or just pause your job, just do something else, and that should be the yeah, Camino. And yeah, I mean that I think this is going to move forward the marketing and the brand of the yeah, Camino. So thank you so much, Vince. But uh, to finish up, you know, and not to take more time of your day, uh, you haven't done the Camino yet. But where will you be doing it? I, he- I guess probably soon. Maybe when you finish your thesis, or never know. Don't have it yet. Yeah, um, maybe after my thesis, and also after COVID. I mean, I think I think the COVID is is a is a more important factor mm-hmm. in this case. But but yeah, I mean, after my thesis, maybe. Before I do my MSc studies, mm-hmm. I think I mean the master studies. I think I'm going to I'm going to do something with my with my gap semester, and it might be the Camino. Who knows? Hopefully, we'll see you here. You know, we can interview you about your thesis, and you can tell us all the data that you have. You know, and maybe a lot of people are going to have questions. Mm-hmm. And you know, when do you think you're going to have you know your thesis uh, finished and presented? It's um it's going to be in May. May, um, okay. Yes, I I started a bit sooner. 
than its usual, but, but I'm going to finish it in May. Um, I, I think I'm going to have a 90%, uh, I think, by December. So okay. we can talk about the results if you want. Yeah, it would be great. You know, to, we can do another one. And also, you know, May, June is the perfect time for the Camino. Next year is Sacobeo. So mm. you, you said you have how, how long, six months gap over there, semester? Um, I think it's, it's like four to five months. That's plenty, know. you know, from working from Budapest all the way to Santiago and Muxia. So you can do the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah. thank you so much, Vince. I hope, you know, we can see you again in Pamplona. Next time I will, I will show you around. We will go for tapas and a couple of beers and best of luck with your, with your thesis. And if you need any help, you know, thank feel you. free to answer, to, you know, to ask any question to the building community and we'll pass it on. All right. Looking forward to the other interview. Well, for sure. Ultra, yeah. Thanks for listening one more week to El Camino People, the podcast, with me, your host, Jose Mario Ordenaz. If you like our show and want to know more about the Camino Santiago, remember, you can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere. And if you like our show, please give us some reviews, give us some feedback. You can send us some messages on the web. You can leave notes on the web in each podcast. You can also leave us some notes on iTunes, on Spotify, or any on the main platforms. And you can always contact us through Instagram or, num or WhatsApp number. Thank you for listening. And we hopefully will see you again next week. And next week we have also a great interview coming up for you, a totally different version of the Camino. So hope you enjoy it next week, but for that you will have to wait. Till then, Ultreya Buen Camino. <laughs>